Hello, everyone. My name is Oksana. It's Road to Edwards, weekly Edwards Insider 38. We deliver the news about the creation of our project Edwards. And Tokugawa-san, could you please open the session today? Okay, sure. thank you, Oksana. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, this is Hiro Tokugawa. Uh, now, uh, so part uh, three or part four of Edo Castle, Edojo, uh, which is currently the uh, Imperial Palace. Uh, and now, as I've been uh, trying to stress, the uh, Edo Castle is the biggest castle, naturally. And, uh, and, and but you see, it was, it took more than 60 years to complete, by which time there was no possibility of a war in Japan. Uh, by the time Tokugawa Ieyasu became shogun, uh, practically all the daimyos, the feudal lords, uh, well, never did not not ever want to have a war. So, although it is designed for a war, uh, you can see the the very large moat surrounding today's imperial palace, and the enormous rocks used to build it. Uh, you see, it was more ceremonial and symbolic. So, uh, after uh, the Edo period, I think there's only one castle that got into a real conflict, or maybe three. Yes. So one is in Kagoshima another in Kumamoto, and then uh, another in Aizu. And the uh, Battle of Aizu uh, marked the uh, end of the Tokugawa period, as this is the only, the only occasion where a real Edo period samurai army fought a modern westernized army. So that you could say is the end of Bushido, the end of samurai history. And then there was another in Hakodate, but by then the Battle of Hakodate, uh, both sides were modernized. You see, they had Shinsengumi on the uh, shogun's, well, former shogun side, the Tokugawa side. And then there was the uh, Meiji Kangun, the emperor's army, but both were westernized. You know, the Shinsengumi started uh, fighting in, uh, in Western uniform, uh, right after they reached Edo, after they had left Kyoto, so on and so forth. So uh, there was talk of um, a concerted attack on Edo Castle uh, by Saigo Takamori of Satsuma, but that did not happen. So uh, in that sense, these castles uh, are more a symbol of peace built upon the image of samurai uh, military prowess. And uh, so, yeah. So recently, and I have always been against the reconstruction of the Keep Tower, the Tenshikaku of Edo, but uh, recently I have changed my mind a bit. Uh, the Keep Towers were never built in, uh, well, was not reconstructed in Edo Castle and uh, probably never built from the, big, from the first place in uh, Fukuoka. And this is partly to send a message of no more war to the Koreans. But, and then that promise was broken anyway. I mean, uh, after the Meiji Restoration, we went ahead, attacked them and conquered them and colonized them. Uh, so uh, that promise was broken in the end. So we should not worry so much and maybe we, it would be a good idea to rebuild the Keep Tower. Uh, but, uh, and then uh, more tourists in Tokyo would be another headache. So <laughs> I, sh I shouldn't think so much about this. But anyway, about the uh, Edo Castle. So uh, you think of it, uh, so there's a paradox here. So it is meant to be a military structure, but it never went into combat, uh, at least for more than 260 years, it didn't. And also, so you think of it more as a symbol of unity of Japan, and then it makes more sense. So all the rocks were carried from Izu Peninsula by ship, 
uh, to uh, their current locations by all the daimyos. Okay, so the whole structure, it's called tenkabushin. So uh, how should I say, a national construction work. Uh, so the daimyos competed and cooperated and built today's magnificent structure. And so it stands as that. And uh, okay, and I think that will be enough for today. And that was it about Edo Castle. Thank you, Oksana. And see you next week, everyone. Thank you very much, Takuhawa-san. And JJ, could you please join us? Thank you, Oksana. Hi, everybody. Um, our team is uh, doing great effort on listing another exchange uh, for Jenny. And then this exchange is, I think, much bigger than Bitmart, so that I think our market cap is going to be more stable and increasing. Uh, I think this is great news, and I hope to show this great, greatest news to you quite soon, I hope. And then uh, currently, we are working on definition of role and then the function of carbon. Uh, because that's so important for our space, right? So uh, I, I got some idea from Tokugawa-san that uh, some of the user can get into our space with avatar by free, and then some of the user can get into our space by paying some fiat currency. And then the most important thing is we have to, uh, you know, def define the ecosystem separately uh, between, uh, you know, metaverse ecosystem and the fiat currency system because gaming function is just a, uh, Fed currency markets. So we, we are going to divide into two sides. And then uh, player can pay Fed currency and then player can get Zeni. Or player can buy avatars and then they can get Zeni. So cash in and cash flow should be uh, divided so that uh, I think our token tokenomics and ecosystem is going to be more stable. And uh, this is our current update. And then I've, I've seen the great, uh, you know, quite interesting news in this morning uh, the fight between Binance and FTX. So the thing is, FTA, FTX is certified by Japanese uh, government, right? And then they, they submit some kind of uh, opinion paper to the government, I mean, FSA, saying that uh, Binance should be like, uh, should not be coming into Japanese space. And then the founder of CZ, of Binance, uh, got angry from, from that news. So Binance started to sell FTT in Binance market. It's so, you know, exciting fight. Yeah, so it's so interesting. And then, the, the founder of FTX, Sam, said that, yeah, it's, it's okay for you to sell FTT. We are going to buy everything, every FTT sold by you. And then now fighting is going to be much higher and hotter and hotter. So I, I was so surprised to see this news because even like 500 million uh, FTT sold by Binance, then I think FTX can buy all of the, all of the stakes of that. that. That's easy for them because they are super huge. And then why they're so huge is because they always considering the token mix and then the supply control. That's why they are super big, you know, uh, big giant. I mean, FTX and Binance. So um, yeah, it's so interesting because it's, uh, it's a kind of, I think the beginning of uh, Metaverse and it's the beginning of the new crypto era. As you can see, Edoverse is a uh, basic concept is peaceful. So we are gonna end this fight uh, with, you know, peaceful mind from Togosa. Yeah, I think that's enough from my side. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for interesting news. So much fun in Metaverse world. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So fun. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you, uh, JJ. And uh, Mitsushi, could you please join us? Okay. Hello. Uh, thanks, Oksana. So uh, last week, we attended Blockchain Expo in Makuhari, and uh, uh, we talked to a lot of uh, customers, potential clients, and partners. 
and I distributed a, a lot of uh, business cards. There are a lot of booths in uh, in, the, in the venue. Now, a lot of people uh, got interested interest in um, projects and asked a lot of questions about uh, what the metaverse will look like and tokens and also about uh, potential collaboration and so on. And people were very excited about our projects, especially uh, given the fact that this project will specifically focus on uh, Edo era, Edo period. A lot of, a lot of metaverse projects uh, do, uh, do not have a like uh, consistent concept. So I think metaverse, our Edoverse project will be very conspicuous and gravitate attentions from people from different industry, especially uh, traveling agencies or traveling related uh, companies, and also our local uh, local government, local government uh, governmental agencies were paying attention to uh, Edoverse project, and also some other uh, NFT or gameplay related projects also also asked a lot of questions about Edoverse. So uh, I got a lot of positive a lot of positive feedbacks. So once. Uh, product is launched, um, at least better versions or experimental versions of the product is launched, I think we can uh, accelerate marketing and communication with those kinds of uh, potential partners even further. Uh, that's my impression that I got from Blockchain Expo. So I think the project is evolving day by day gradually. I think this is a great trend, a great uh, sort of direction. So I'd like to uh, further explain the project to many potential partners. That's all from me. Thanks. Thank you very much, Mitsushi. And uh, Dominique, could you please sum up the session today? Okay. Uh, yeah, this week uh, we have a, a monthly insider. Uh, that should be uh, Friday. Yeah, the 11th. 11th November, that no, Friday. Um, we're going to start this monthly insider at, you know, from uh, 12.30, um, just, just, just at the lunchtime. Um, and I want that many people just coming in there. And then um, please um, update our situation of Ediverse that we have now many things, uh, many events just until the end of this year. Uh, we have our, our Katana uh, NFT sale um, um, on uh, 12 December, and also the NFT land, no, yeah, land NFT in the Ottoman areas on uh, 12 uh, December. And also, I think that we need some kind of um, other benefits, or maybe other, we're considering that you know it's a more sort of fun uh, for the for the events, and you may you may get some just very uh, surprising reward just on the, on the sale of those uh, katana and uh, NFTs and uh, land NFTs. And also, uh, we are thinking about uh, Zeni benefits, and, and then probably that we can just announce something very special for the Zenis because uh, the, uh, we have to be, we have to celebrate that. Another the listing in the futures, and then uh, we are now uh, uh, just talking to uh, companies uh, just for the digital twins. And then the, the real Japanese company, or maybe the overseas company, can just join into the Edibus and then to have some space uh, as a result of just purchasing the NFT lands in the Ottoman, Ottoman areas. Um, I hope that and that we can just announce very soon that in the, it's, it's most of a realistic company name in the future and in the near future. And also, um, we are now, uh, uh, we just announced that they're correcting a whitelist for the land NFT sale. And uh, you can just get some of the discounts yeah, when we just buy that land NFTs in, in December. And then uh, we are uh, uh, also on a monthly incident that's very important 
I think is that that we finally uh, announced that the reward to the uh, Discord role, um, uh, that should be very exciting. I hope that the people can just get something very special, uh, just um, uh, just for the the Discord role from the diamond to the to the other people, um, and then uh, we have a. Uh, now, uh, this week and at the same time, that on a global basis, that we are just doing that another global event called the Token 2049 London. Uh, we're going to attend, we're going to have a, some booths that will be held on the 9th and the 10th uh, of November, so this week. Um, we just, just like Singapore, that, that we, we're going to have a booth and then we're going to just, uh, uh, the, the, the European people know about. It was much so, and then um, um, probably uh, the many things that I have to talk today. That, that but you know, uh, uh, I think that please just wait for the announcements and also that the, the monthly insiders start from twelve thirty on twelfth this November, uh, November this week. Um, and then uh, please uh, just wait for that, and then let's see you there. And then um, Oksana and I will be just. Just, just will be there, and then, and then we can talk to them. Thank you. Yes, thank you very much, Dominique. Yes, we are waiting for you, and please don't miss uh, our monthly insider. Thank you, everyone, for uh, delivering the news today, and uh, we will meet next. Goodbye. <laughs>